But that's the story of Ali's life. He's always been like a little kid, climbing out onto tree limbs, sawing them off behind him, and coming out okay. In the early stages of his professional career, Cassius Clay was more highly regarded for his charm and personality than for his ring skills. He told the world that he was the greatest, but the brutal realities of boxing seemed to dictate otherwise. Then, on February 25, 1964, in one of the most stunning upsets in sports history, Clay knocked out Sonny Liston to become heavyweight champion of the world. Two days later, he shocked the world again by announcing that he had accepted the teachings of a black separatist religion known as the Nation of Islam. And on March 6, 1964, he took the name Muhammad Ali, which was given to him by his spiritual mentor, Elijah Muhammad. For the next three years, Ali dominated boxing as thoroughly and magnificently as any fighter ever. But outside the ring, his persona was being sculpted in ways that were even more important. My first impression of Cassius Clay, author Alex Haley later recalled, was of someone with an incredibly versatile personality. You never knew quite where he was in psychic posture. He was almost like that shell game with a pea and three shells. You know, which shell is the pea under? but he had a belief in himself and convictions far stronger than anybody dreamed he would. As the 1960s grew more tumultuous, Ali became a lightning rod for dissent in America. His message of black pride and black resistance to white domination was on the cutting edge of the era. Not everything he preached was wise, and Ali himself now rejects some of the beliefs that he adhered to then. Indeed, one might find an allegory for his life in a remark he once made to fellow Olympian Ralph Boston. I played golf, Ali reported, and I hit the thing long, but I never knew where it was going. Sometimes, though, Ali knew precisely where he was going. On April 28, 1967, citing his religious beliefs, he refused induction into the United States Army at the height of the war in Vietnam. Ali's refusal followed a blunt statement voiced 14 months earlier, I ain't got no quarrel with them Viet Cong. And the American establishment responded with a vengeance, demanding, Since when did war become a matter of personal quarrels? War is duty. Your country calls, you answer. On June 20, 1967, Ali was convicted of refusing induction into the United States Armed Forces and sentenced to five years in prison, Four years later, his conviction was unanimously overturned by the United States Supreme Court. But in the interim, he was stripped of his title and precluded from fighting for three and a half years. He did not believe he would ever fight again, Ali's wife at that time, Belinda Ali, said of her husband's exile from boxing. He wanted to, but he truly believed that he would never fight again. Meanwhile, Ali's impact was growing— among black Americans, among those who opposed the war in Vietnam, among all people with grievances against the system. It's hard to imagine that a sports figure could have so much political influence on so many people, observes Julian Bond. And Jerry Eisenberg, of the Newark Star-Ledger, recalls the scene in October 1970, when at long last Ali was allowed to return to the ring. About two days before the fight against Jerry Quarry, It became clear to me that something had changed, Eisenberg remembers. Long lines of people were checking into the hotel. 
They were dressed differently than the people who used to go to fights. I saw men wearing capes and hats with plumes, and women wearing next to nothing at all. Limousines were lined up at the curb. Money was being flashed everywhere. And I was confused, until a friend of mine who was black said to me, You don't get it, don't you understand? This is the heavyweight champion who beat the man. The man said he would never fight again, and here he is, fighting in Atlanta, Georgia. Four months later, Ali's comeback was temporarily derailed when he lost to Joe Frazier. It was a fight of truly historic proportions. Nobody in America was neutral that night. It does me good to lose about once every ten years, Ali jested after the bout. But physically and psychologically, his pain was enormous. Subsequently, Ali avenged his loss to Frazier twice in historic bouts. Ultimately, he won the heavyweight championship of the world. And I-